Today, we're talking about Hunter Biden's suit against the IRS, climbing national debt, a conflict between India and Canada, and other top news for Wednesday, September 20th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over today. Here's the quote of the day. Hopelessness is the enemy of justice. Brian Stevenson. Let's start with some espresso shots. On the heels of his indictment, Hunter Biden has sued the Internal Revenue Service, saying his privacy was violated when two IRS agents shared his personal information. The lawsuit claims that the agents targeted and sought to embarrass Mr. Biden by sharing his confidential tax details both to Congress and the press and seeks $1,000 for each act of unauthorized disclosure plus punitive damages. One agent's lawyer says he's protected by whistleblower laws and claims the lawsuit is a frivolous smear. Representatives for the other agent said Biden's effort to silence his client and other agents will not succeed. The White House has made minimal comments, simply stating President Biden is staying out of the younger Biden's legal dealings. The IRS released a statement saying it doesn't comment on pending litigation. Whether plaintiffs are world-famous or live in obscurity, Christians must always root for justice and fairness. May we continually call our neighbors to side with the final victor and ultimate judge, Christ our King. Revelation 21 verse 16 says, He said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water without cost from the spring of the water of life. Uncle Sam is learning the power of compound interest, in a bad way. U.S. national debt topped $33 trillion for the first time on Monday, up from $32 trillion just three months ago, and less than $1 trillion in the 1980s. Generally, Republicans blame Democrats' spending, while Democrats blame Republicans' tax cuts. That blame game is on display as Congress faces a September 30th deadline to pass a budget or face a government shutdown, which seems quite possible. With no clear path forward, a coalition of House Republicans proposed a continuing resolution to fund things through October 31st, but even that appears DOA. Meanwhile, the Senate dropped its formal dress code, a nod to Senator Fetterman, who prefers a hoodie to a suit. The change only applies to senators, not staffers, and has sparked criticism and support from both sides of the aisle. Our response to things outside of our control, like debt and budget negotiations in Congress, should reflect our faith in Christ and be an encouragement to others. In the face of anxiety-inducing news, seek to reflect the peace of God which surpasses understanding. Philippians 4, verse 6 through 7 says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. India and Canada have expelled each other's diplomats as tensions rise over the killing of an Indian-born Canadian Sikh. Let's back up. In June, Hardeep Singh Najjar was murdered in Western Canada. On Monday, President Justin Trudeau informed Parliament that Canada's security agencies are investigating credible allegations that the Indian government was involved. Najjar was a Sikh separatist who actively called for part of northern India to be made into a new Sikh nation called Khalistan. The Khalistan movement is considered a national security threat in India. India has long criticized Canada for harboring terrorists and extremists like Najjar who threaten India's sovereignty and territorial integrity. 
India says despite these views, it's absurd to suggest they would assassinate a Canadian citizen on Canadian soil, as Trudeau alleges. Christians should be committed to praying for world leaders to be wise and to work towards peaceful resolutions while simultaneously placing our hope in God, not government. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1-2 through two says, First of all, then, I urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings, and all those who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This episode is sponsored by the End of the Road podcast. Imagine your longest day of travel, then keep going. The End of the Road podcast explores what God is doing in some of the most remote travel for a day by canoe through jungle places on the planet. Each week, you'll hear an interview about places you'll likely never go, cultures you'll likely never experience, with people you'll likely never forget. It's part adventure travel, part extreme mission, and entirely worth your time to listen to. Find the End of the Road podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. Five U.S. citizens landed back on American soil yesterday, concluding a high-stakes prisoner swap with Iran. As part of the deal, the U.S. freed five Iranian prisoners, who the White House says don't pose a threat to the U.S. Two family members of the freed Americans were also on the plane after being on travel bans in Iran. Okay, phone, wallet, F-35B. Wait, where's my F-35B stealth fighter jet? The Marines asked the public to help find an F-35B stealth fighter jet that went missing after a pilot ejected over South Carolina on Sunday. The jet, designed to elude detection, was left on autopilot and continued flying before crashing. The debris field was located Monday. An investigation is ongoing. In today's What's Up in China segment, over a 24-hour period, China sent 103 warplanes toward Taiwan, each turning back before reaching the country, which Taiwan's government described as harassment. Also, China's defense minister, General Li Shangfu, hasn't been seen in public for two weeks. Reports say he was taken for questioning in a corruption investigation and is likely being replaced. On Monday, Illinois became the first state to abolish cash bail. Critics argue this means dangerous criminals will be set free, allowing them to commit another crime and skip their court date. Advocates argue cash bail disproportionately impacts minorities, and the new law doesn't take away a judge's ability to detain someone who's a risk to the public. Doing your own grocery shopping is so pre-pandemic. Yesterday, Instacart went public on the NASDAQ stock exchange, delivering an opening stock return of 40% in one of the most anticipated IPOs of the year. Investors hope this is the start of a comeback. Instacart is valued around $14 billion, down significantly from its peak of $39 billion in 2021. And that's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Friday.